You're listening to Anti-Didact, the podcast about how to, where we ask, how come? My name is Ian, and I am but one of your co-hosts. Who else is co-hosting tonight? What's up? It's me, Alex. Once again, it's your boy, Fancho Huddy. We've got some Saturday night Anti-Didact coming at you. Who do I got next to me? It's me, Hank. I, uh, I'm here tonight with a, with a mystery that has been solved. And who's this? Oh, um, it's Chi, a surprise special guest again. Yes, Chandler Chi back for his second yes, appearance. Second. Wait, guys, where's Fred? Every Wait, one, two, three. Where's, where's Fred? Fred? Okay, so what's the mystery that you have, Hank? <laughs> what the fuck? You said you have a mystery. You... Yeah, it's where's Fred? No, I'm oh. just kidding. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, Solved. No, but yeah, I got to pour one out uh, just right onto the floor real quick for Fred's car that died. Yeah. Um, Rip. Yeah, His poor, poor guy. The great beyond. Uh, you know what they say: uh, sticks and stones will never break my bones, but words will make your car not run in the morning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I I have finally solved an ages ages long mystery. So like, I have this little keychain of a little frowning yellow man on my uh, my car keys, and my it was a like a parting gift from my uh, my grandmother, my late grandmother. She's like, I need you to have this. And for the longest time, I had no, I had no idea what it was. I need you to have, remember me by this frowning little yellow man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's um, starting to go by this point. <laughs> a little bit. No, I'm not much. But yeah, so anyways, hey, I'm like, my mom's like, oh, like, hey, I need to bar- borrow your car to go buy, like, uh, stuff from CVS. Uh, to basically buy me a really big Slim Jim. <laughs> Classic mom move. Um, and yeah, she's like, what the hell is this thing on your keys? I'm like, oh, you know, grandma gave me that. I have no idea what it is. And she's like, just reverse Google image search it. And it was like the floodgates in my mind had opened. I never thought to do that. Like, the fact that you can just take a picture of anything and then, like, just search that on the internet. Like, that's crazy. Was it one of the Mr. Men? No, it was a fucking McDonald's toy from 1998. It was a fucking Tamagotchi. Uh, oh. A little Tamagotchi toy. Wow, so Weeb goes like all the way up in your It family. really does. It really does. <laughs> and so, because of this, I found out there was one other one. And uh, yeah, so basically, long story short, I went on eBay and I bought a like twenty s- s- fucking three four year old <laughs> McDonald's toy. Twenty fucking three four year old McDonald's toy. Are they twenty old or are they four four year olds? Uh, no, it's it's twenty three twenty four <laughs> three year olds. No, it's twenty four years old. That's if you bought it on Wayfair. Yeah. But 24 three-year-olds. Well, yeah, but no, like, now I've got the whole set, because basically my theory is that, like, these are, like, these are high quality. This is, like, this is, like, 90s McDonald's. They had, like, good shit back then. They had the fucking Inspector Gadget toys, those Power Rangers you could combine all together into the Mega Power Ranger. Like, McDonald's toys nowadays, like, they fucking suck ass. They used to give you little video games and shit. You remember those? Yeah, dude, the fall of McDonald's toys. We used to have a proper society. Dude, do you remember the Fallout New Vegas toys? Dude, that was my favorite. The one with the little mini game at the Sunset Sarsaparilla Splatoon. Yeah, the little LCD game. Or the yeah. one where, um, uh, who's the robot? Uh, it's Victor? Victor, yeah. Yes, man. <laughs> now the only toy they give you is woke vegetables. I like the, uh, my favorite one was the uh, the Benny one that would shoot you in the head. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the Thor toys that were there the, the, the other day? The Thor toys? Yeah. Go see Thor 4 in theaters. <laughs> What were the toys? I don't even think we looked at what they were. It was, it was, um, there was Thor. Girl yeah. Thor. There was Natalie Thortman. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's good. What else you need? 
was um Rocket Raccoon was there. Yeah. Um, oh, he had the one where you like you had the little. It was like a little miniature Beyblade you could spin around with the Groot. <laughs> the in the Beyblade middle. was there. He was chilling. <laughs> I got a Spider Man toy from uh, Burger King once, and I spent probably an entire summer trying to cut its head off with a pair of old scissors <laughs> I found in the basement. There's some weird twisted nature to like the things people do to those McDonald's and Burger King toys. They're they, fun to burn. They have the worst <laughs> fates in life. I, had, I got a, uh, I got a, my also with my grandmother. You know, we went to get. I was a little, wee little lad. Uh, we went to McDonald's and I got a, uh, I got a Frieza. It was like a Dragon Ball Z Frieza toy. <laughs> And dude, I chewed on Frieza's head for so many years. I it's like those toys, like you, you had them at such a young age and you were chewing on them and then years later you're using them to clean your bong. That's not what I thought you were going to end that sentence. Or your doctor tells you you're impotent because you have too many microplastics. <laughs> Sorry, you were, you were chewing on Thor for too long. Yeah, you gotta get those reps in. I eat at least seven credit cards a week now. Yeah. Boomers have lead paint. We have microplastics. <laughs> Everyone's got a poison. <laughs> yeah, my poison it. is macroplastics. We all little. Le- <laughs> we have Legos in our nose. That's an indicator. <laughs> yeah, every time I trip, you hear that like, the, like those like building sound. The Lego games. I was telling my brother the other day. I was like, "Do you remember the Lego City commercials where the guy yells hey? <laughs> <laughs> and my brother was like, "No." And I was like, "Hey." <laughs> Do you, remember, do you know what I'm talking about? No. It's like, the new Lego City police copter. And then it's a guy, it's a helicopter pilot, leaning out the window and he goes, Hey! <laughs> and then the commercial keeps going. I'm sorry, the Lego part of my brain is filled up with the fact that there are Seinfeld and Friends sets for like $80. <gasps> yeah, you sent me that. Alright, tell me you're going to get the new $120 The Office uh, Lego set. Look, I'll just say this. I almost spent $80 on the George figurine alone. <laughs> I, can't, I cannot believe there's a Kramer in there believe it <laughs> guys i got the 500 dollar dunkin donuts death star can i can i be honest for a second i do not know why michael richards gets a pass on seinfeld but like never after seinfeld like i understand what he did was after seinfeld but like i literally don't understand why they're like oh no but kramer's kramer's okay like kramer's been grandfathered in they should, like, they should michael make, richards is out kramer would never say those things <laughs> that's michael's it's like no everyone loves kramer and then they're like oh michael richards is like Fuck that guy. They, they should have a yeah, Lego. Reason, they should have a Lego Kramer that says, "Is he gonna say it?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little yeah, thought bubble that's famous, attached to most infamous NBC ad about that show. <laughs> Make sure Michael Richards is he gonna? Say yeah, it? Just type in Michael Richards. Is he gonna say it? I have to ask. Is it like? Would, like was that an accent or were they like or were they you fully mean? capitalizing like oh he might say it. we might have have him on the TV oh, like show they didn't know at like, the they, time he couldn't, he he couldn't say it he, he might hadn't say it. said it yet <laughs> maybe he was still like spitballing it and they just knew it was gonna get him into trouble I, I, I think it was arguing with a heckler at the time when it happened yeah. oh no he was but also he probably planned that ahead of time the heckler was probably a plant in the audience ooh you planned that out and it was George Costanza <laughs> this worked out way better in my head. <laughs> Yeah, this career suicide looks so much better on paper. When I was practicing with Nathan Fielder, it went off much better. Uh, Hank and I are back sort of halfway. Half. half. We got like probably like 0.6 for the decimal points. Like we most of the items. Yeah. Not all of them. No floors. Yeah, we're back here with a little bit of drywall. Uh, no carpet, concrete. It's a little dusty in here, but you know, There's so much drywall to punch. Way better to record in here than at my brother's place. The echo was just bonkers. <laughs> bonkers, bonkers, bonkers. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm fiending. I need to see the little little Razzy man again. I I miss that old fucking sailor. I uh, I got him a new collar with a new tag. 
And it says Razzy Beans on it. We're talking about a cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that little sailor. How? I got him a collar. <laughs> we were talking about th- purchasing people earlier, so you know people might get a little confused. No, this this is the part that's not about buying. People. I mean, a cat is a little man. He's a little man. He's a little sailor. <laughs> Even a girl cat is a little man. Oh, man. <laughs> a little fisherman. How did you like persuade? Like, do you have to pay him by the hour to wear the collar, or will you just take it off? No, I basically begged and pleaded with him, and that didn't work. And then I decided to just start feeding him treats every time I put the collar on. So now he associates the collar with getting treats. This so, is so embarrassing. Yeah, when I put it back on I him, do for tweets. when I put it back on him, he chases me around because he thinks I have treats for him. And I was like, nah, dog, you can't just keep taking this thing off and putting it back on for treats. But uh, I sent that photo of him, and with, it says Razzy Beans on his little name tag, which is a fun little nickname for the cat. And I sent it to all the people that are important in my life. And uh, one or two important people in my life said, that's gay. And, then, <laughs> and I was like, no, those are his fun nicknames. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, I was, just, I was just pissed off to hear that. I was like, how could you say that? It's so innocuous. This is literally just a name for a cat. He's just a little man. <laughs> no, see, that was my response. I'm like, ah, just a wee little laddie boy. He's just a little man that I spoon with in my bed every night. <laughs> we all have the little goblin. Yeah, he is a little goblin, but he is, damn, he's so cute. In any case, Alex, you have a guide. Oh, uh, yeah, perfect transition, because I was about to talk about goblins. Is this about a little man? <laughs> no, but it is a guide about how to annoy the little men around you. Oh, oh my God, oh. I hate those guys. <laughs> That's right. Today, we're going to discuss how to annoy your neighbor. Oh. This is kind of a sequel to how to annoy your uh, older slash younger brother. Can I get one off my chest real quick? Yeah. Uh, you could light a fire in your apartment. <laughs> Grow corn on your front lawn. No, no, no. I think the first one is a little more pertinent. Yeah, definitely. I wonder what he's up to nowadays. Maybe he's still lighting fires at this very moment. <laughs> Maybe in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have an annoying neighbor who you want to put in his place? <laughs> we want to put it in the ground? <laughs> put that bitch six feet to you. Take a screwdriver to their sprinkler system. Do you also want to be an annoying neighbor yourself? So other people can read this and they can become annoying neighbors themselves? What if we just lower the quality of interaction that we have with the entire world to the point where we can just do awful things to each other? Yeah. What if we just do that? What if we just obliterate the social contract? This guy sounds... (laughs) It sounds like it's a, uh, more of a guide for people who want to be Bugs Buddy and just go, ain't I a stinker, after they vandalize property like there's no consequences. Yeah, Bugs Bunny didn't have any close confidants for some reason. <laughs> yeah, no one wanted to do business with Bugs. <laughs> He's like, oh, I see you're shitting in my mailbox today. Oh, I really swapped it up instead of my car seat. I don't think Bugs ever shat. He <laughs> <laughs> ever shat in a car seat. He didn't get sauce on the bench either. <laughs> if you're determined to annoy your neighbor as much as possible, then all you have to do is find new ways to be loud and to use your creative tactics that will stump and annoy your neighbors as much as possible. Right, how new ma- ways to be loud. <laughs> how many of these are just can be thwarted by them calling the police? <laughs> Oh, that would probably annoy your neighbors if you, if you keep calling call the, the police, police on, them. on them. Oh, you make it like they're the loud ones. The best part is you can drive your neighbor insane without breaking the law. Oh. And in some cases, without even leaving the comforts of your own home. <laughs> uh, armchair terrorism. I love it. 
throwing little rocks at their window and holding a boombox. <laughs> I just died in your arms tonight. I just sowed mistrust among a family without leaving my gamer chair. <laughs> I'm going to replace all of their coffee mugs with the 1978 Garfield mug that has 17,000 times the daily recommended dose of lead. I'm going <laughs> to pass step one on to Hank because I think he's pretty good at this when he wants to be. Mow your lawn. No, no, no sorry. <laughs> oh, well, Not that part. Being loud. <laughs> Part one. Be loud. Step one. Mow your lawn. So I actually am very good at this. Okay. I like to mow my lawn early and often. I mow my lawn in the morning. It's every homeowner's right. If you want to mow your lawn at the crack of dawn, on a Saturday, or right after Sunday morning, who has the power to stop you? Certainly no one. You are armed with a lawnmower. You can take anyone that comes at you. My parents actually moved because of this. What? <laughs> yeah, they moved to New Hampshire because our neighbor in my hometown would mow his lawn at like 6 a.m. That's, That's horrible. That's commitment. It That's works. Horrible. It works. These are all, to me, these are probably all functional ways to get me to move out of a place. The problem is you have to wake up at the ass crack of dawn and mow your lawn. <laughs> or wake up at the ass crack of dawn to hit your neighbor with a pellet gun. <laughs> Do nothing, nothing like waking up at the crack of dawn, pounding three beers and mowing your lawn. Amen. That's that's a farmer's breakfast. <laughs> if they ask you to cut out the noise or mow your lawn at a later hour, just explain that you're an early bird and you gotta fuck up these worms. <laughs> you can even be extra annoying by putting on a big grin and cheerily saying, "The early bird gets the worm." This is the perfect. <laughs> you're just, you're trick. just like Ned Flanders. I love the idea though of like this guy is like oh the worms come out in the morning that's like when I can harvest the most worms <laughs> you don't harvest worms with a lawnmower it, maybe you're just not trying come on enough. neighbor I'm gonna get all the worms if you're still sleeping at 4.30am do you guys ever rip a worm in half for like fishing no Ew. like you don't want to use a whole night crawler you're like well I really only need like half a night crawler no I loop no actually twice. I've done that I've done that I yeah. just eat the it's, other half it, that is the so I don't actually mind stabbing the worm that doesn't make me feel anything but like Tearing the worm apart, it like hurts me. Hurts it's because it's like it's not like a gummy worm. Like it kind of goes taut and then pops like a little. But blood. you can they live through being ripped in half if you do it the right way. I feel like all men do sympathize with the worm in, in a way. No, I'm well, disgusted by the worm. He must be obliterated. Right on the hook every time. <laughs> no Dude, issues. Someday you're gonna get in a horrifying accident where you lose both arms and both legs, and you're gonna become your own worst fear. And then I will. I will uh, kill myself. <laughs> yeah, don't make Alex into a worm. Don't make me the subject of Metallica's one. <laughs> Wait, can't, isn't that like fine for worms though? Like, don't to they rip have them in half? An earthworm. Well, don't they have like extra brains and hearts and shit? They might. They might do. have two brains, but they might not have two like digestive systems. I know earthworms can live through being ripped in half. I don't know about like fishing bait worms. Do they make two worms, or is there just like one captain side of the worm that makes another worm? Yeah, there's it creates a really smart worm and a really um, nice worm. I mean, what in, what would happen in nature to cleave a worm in half? Like a hawk drops like a guillotine blade from the air, and it lands or, or some guys digging with a shovel. There are a lot of uh, animals that kind of can live through being maimed, like starfish. You know, uh -huh. a lot of sea critters will regrow stuff. I think all worms originate from the ocean. Can you like reconnect worms? Can they like grow back together? Oh, yeah, if you just take, can you take two different worms? worms it's, it's like gummy worms. It's like gummy worms. It's like you put you put one half of one worm with the other half of the other worm, and vice versa. You make like a new hole. 
There's like more a, bones in gummy worms than there are in regular worms. Like the way they they hybridize <laughs> apples with like grafting. Like you can make new hybrid worms. You can take a long worm and a short worm and breed them together to make a nice medium worm. This is off. This is a horrific abomination. Yeah. Yeah. Personally, I take the green apple worm and the blueberry worm and I stick them together. <laughs> take the peanut butter and the jelly worm. Bring this conversation to your neighbors. It will sure to annoy them. <laughs> Do you, want to, do you want to try my new worm? Imagine try my telling worm. your neighbor about how you're trying to lawn, mow your lawn so you can cut the worms in half with the lawnmower so you can then make new hybrid worms. The earlier bird gets the worm, I like to mix the blueberry and cherry ones. And they're like, oh, you're like insane. You knock at your door like, do you have any of the watermelon ones, like the worms? Hey, can I, can I bother you for a couple worms? <laughs> if you did that to your neighbor, that's a good strategy. This is the perfect trick because your neighbor, they can't argue that you're being noisy because you're just doing chores. You're an American. You're allowed to do chores whenever you want. <laughs> That's one of your God-given rights. I forgot about the Bill of Rights. The yeah, in chores. Can- in- yeah, the Bill of Rights. In Canada, they're still waiting in the chores lines. Like, you have to wait, like, three hours for, like, one chore. I just want to sweep. <laughs> yeah, Canadians, they're not allowed to start their chores until, like, 10 o'clock in the afternoon. These <laughs> <laughs> are the new tr- the chore laws. Oh boy. Okay, so this one is good, but again, I think it also reflects uh, worse on the actual user. Get as many wind chimes as you can. Yes. (laughs) Another noisemaker all neighbors love is the wind chime. Without any effort, after hanging them up, all you have to do is wait for the wind to do its thing and sit back and wait for your neighbor to get completely annoyed. You could also use like a like a leaf blower or something to really speed the process up. (laughs) Okay. Wait. I can totally see myself being like. I'm the chime guy. Like I just move in. I'm the new. I'm like I'm the new family moves in, and like I'm really passionate about wind chimes. Like I'm buying you're, new you're ones every day. You're always wearing clothes that have like all these chimes dangling for you, like some like chime wizard. But no, I I love the leaf blower idea because like that made me want to do it. Like if you buy a new chime, like what what better way to try it out than with a leaf? Blower? Like, I'm so just cool. testing them out. I gotta see how they work. <laughs> Still trying to figure out how this damn thing works. <laughs> I couldn't hear them. God. <laughs> How long until they start making wind? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, you got to watch out. Wind chimes are outlawed in some communities. <laughs> Look Ow! into regulations in yours before hanging them up. I'm going to hang up those punk rock wind chimes oh. whenever I want. <laughs> My gated community is a sniper to take out any wind chime operators. No, no, I'm doing covert operations to, like, plant wind chimes in my, like, neighbor's <laughs> yards. Like, metal Gear Solid shit to put wind chimes in your gated community. They can take away your wind chimes, but they cannot take the xylophone off of your porch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I would be that guy with a million wind chimes on his porch, and then I'd wait for a windy day, and I'd just stand out there like some creepy sailor, like, storm's coming today. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can smell the rain. Is it the uh, the devil's third? Is it that's is that the musical term? What are those um, those three notes that if you play them, they're oh, it's like, really thinking of a, tri- a tritone. Yeah, if you just set up a bunch of tritone wind, wind chimes around your house to make very dissonant, haunting sounds. <laughs> oh, you can put a bunch of those like cans on the string around everywhere. Oh, I just had a thought. What about like an electric guitar that like can blow in the wind and like there's a stationary part that strums right. it as it All goes right. by. You take a leer and you you hook it up to a, a rock'em sock'em <laughs> robot and, and, and a mouse trap. The, every time the wind blows, the mouse trap goes off and the thing works. It, it traps it traps me inside. It's embarrassing. <laughs> and you all have to look at it. Sorry, what were you we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about part one, step three: throw a garden party. 
One great way to annoy your neighbors is to pick a gorgeous warm evening and invite 50 of your closest friends over for a garden party. You can set up a bar, croquet, and a variety of other games, and many chairs for your guests to sit and mingle in. Try to make the most of party events that happen closer to your neighbor's house. Play a bit of music to get your guests really in the mood. Your neighbor will be driven crazy as he asks you to turn the noise down once and again. <laughs> So I've been playing a Bodies by Drowning Pool for four hours. It's yeah, a I good have, song. <laughs> I have like fifty of my friends over, and it's just like a, like a tons and tons of crows everywhere. <laughs> I probably crows my chimes friends from from the chimes Reddit. <laughs> Does the guide recommend playing lawn darts near their neighbor's house? Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> Of course, remember to be loud within reason. Your neighbors may try to call the cops on you to make a noise complaint, and you don't want to deal with that kind of trouble. Oh, that's brutal. You're trying to be just loud enough where you're a problem, but just quiet enough where the cops don't care. <laughs> oh, that's so evil. <laughs> that's why I like the birds. They just fly away when the cops come. Yeah, so that's a, that one. Do you guys, have you been to a garden party? Oh, yeah. No. Like an actual called a garden party or like someone's birthday that's in a garden? No, I've, I've been that family that had like 50 plus people in the yard. For graduation? Yeah, shit like that. Like a family reunion? Can you please tell the listener about your cocktail that I love that you guys make and you're the only people I know who ever made it? It's the most beautiful, simple thing in the world. It's just Malibu rum and Capri Sun. It rhymes. Oh, my it's God. What flavor it, Capri Sun? Just something tropical. Like, don't get, like, grape, you idiot. Like, <laughs> that's all I have to tell you. I think it's, like, Pacific Cooler, I think, is what your mom uses. I think, it, no, anything tropical would work. It was so good. It's, it's dangerous. It, it will fuck you off your ass. You take two sips of it. It's, like, the sweetest jungle juice you've ever tasted. Yeah, just don't get the uh, the roaring waters one. Yeah, it's just, like, the <laughs> the rum mixed with, like, the, the formaldehydes and the Capri Sun. <laughs> Can I go off about roaring waters for a second? <laughs> Capri Sun already is basically roaring water. I do not know why they needed to make that brand. We put it in a clear pouch, so now you can see how the sausage is made. It's clear. It's, it's Capri Sun is clear. It's a clear beverage in a clear pouch. You can look. You can look through the Capri Sun into the eyes of your lover. Capri Sun sucks. You can't even make the fake phone anymore. It doesn't. It doesn't no. hold any cultural value. They've taken that away from us. No, no. Society has taken it away from you. It holds no cultural cachet. If you hold up that phone with a little antenna on it, nobody knows what a fucking antenna is anymore. Anyway. Wow, that's so unfortunate. That was like probably the height of like my career in elementary school. One time I pretended that my soccer ball had a Tamagotchi in it because it had a cool like logo on it. I feel like the age I was when I first did that like Capri Sun phone thing, I feel like most kids have their own phone by now. Yeah, it's honestly kind of like weird that like, how when the fuck did I get a phone? I got a phone and I was like... Now kids are using something. their phone to order Capri Suns on Amazon. <laughs> no, I was like, I was like eight. Put the dash button 17. right on the counter for my damn kids. Mom, my Gogurt. Hit the Amazon Gogurt button. <laughs> Mom, I, fit, I hit the Amazon Gogurt button 46 <laughs> times. It's like you accidentally hit print too many times. 50 boxes of Gogurt show up. $300 later. <laughs> They're all just spoiling out in the fucking summer sun. <laughs> Bezos laughs. He's the yogurt bear. The tubes are just splooging in the package. <laughs> and you're like throwing them on your neighbor's lawn. I just, I just imagine that a, few, a future where uh, humans evolve to need yogurt. And there's, there's, there's a running yogurt delivery system in every house. You turn on the tap. It's like, comes up my it. yogurt pipes burst. The, the yogurt man has to go fix it. I like the idea of Amazon smiling boxes full of yogurt. <laughs> 
<laughs> just loosely packed in. In the summer sun, like, there's flies everywhere. There's, like, yogurt oozing out of the corners of it. My God, my Stranger Things yogurt came in. <laughs> oh, I think some of the rust in my yogurt pipes got in my yogurt. <laughs> just fluoride in the yogurt water. Step four, sing in your yard. Oh, that's a good one. Do you think you're the next urethra? Fl- <laughs> urethra, Franklin. <laughs> urethra, be kidding me. You, do you think you're the next Aretha Franklin or Elvis? Even if you can't carry a tune in a bucket, everyone can carry a tune in a bucket. What kind of world is this? Yeah, you got my well-tuned buckets over here. Like a tuna bucket? Like what? <laughs> like the bucket they mix the tuna in at Subway? Oh, I mean, to be fair, it's pretty good though. You know, it's still, like, it adds flavor. It's more seasoning. <laughs> the bucket. You never really know until you try. And what better place to test your singing prowess than your own yard? Sing loudly, sing often. Sing the most annoying songs you can think of, such as 99 bottles of beer on the wall. Oh my god. <laughs> That's so good. That's it's like the best example. Yeah. Especially if you lose track of where you are and you have to restart. Uh, my neighbor sings, yeah, fuck. He sings 99 bottles of beer in the wall you're all like, day. You're like blaring hamster dance. <laughs> it's karaoke. Hamster dance is good. I'll admit it. Isn't it like a form of yodeling? Like a dee-da-dee-la-do-do, e-i-e-i-o. I know you know the song. Don't pretend that you don't. <laughs> if you're... <laughs> I, dude, I had it on Kids Bob 1999. If your neighbor asks you to tone it down, just explain that you have a right to practice your arts. I'm a sovereign citizen. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good sound. Damn. <laughs> For a double whammy, you can even sing as you do loud yard work. <laughs> Or as you're setting up your lawnmower early in the morning. Oh no, he's singing 99 balls of beer. He's about to set up his lawnmower. Inviting your friends and family over to ride your mower with you. Just mowing the lawn. I'm walking on sunshine. (laughs) Doing lawn work. Yeah, I sure hope it does. I'm just singing Highway Star on my lawnmower. It's such a dad move. I couldn't tell what that image was when I first looked at it. It's like the bunny duck, where if you look at it one way, it's not a dog. Whereas if you look at it the other way, it, it maybe that's. It like, looks like one of those bread, <laughs> like bread animals. I think it's the same graphic for like a sea lion. They just edited it to be a dog instead of a sea lion. Part one, step five: blast your music. Music is a great way to unite people and to bridge differences. <laughs> As well as the perfect way to annoy your neighbor. That's not bridging a difference. It's also the great way to bring people apart. <laughs> I just like burning different bridges. Play your music on the porch, blast it from your car, and out your open bedroom window. Get sco- Going for super loud can help annoy your neighbor. As well as playing incredibly annoying or repetitive pop songs that are likely to get stuck in your neighbor's head and then drive them crazy. Like, I, call me maybe, oh, if I play that 24-7. I don't even think pop songs are that bad compared to sea shanties, which get stuck in my head for weeks. <laughs> oh, God, dude. I saw somebody made, like, a breakbeat sea shanty thing on Twitter. <laughs> it was so good. No, it was the Amen beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it was. I would just play the Halo theme. The whole forever. No, I thought you were was... talking about da 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 This was a thing um, that... Like people at Guantanamo Bay were exp- like experimenting with using music to torture oh, yeah. people, and one of the songs was Barbie Girl. It's a pretty good choice. Um, there's some ACDC. In oh, there. get some California girls in there. I did a psychological study to um, Chandelier by Sia. <laughs> Chandelier. 
That, that song makes me want to die when I hear it. But now. what about when they go chandelier? The whole point of the study was to test if playing that song over and over again would help us learn language faster. What? We had to memorize a bunch of like Ugandan phrases and words, and then like write them down on the sheet. What Did the fuck? Yeah. It, wait, wait, the song wasn't even in Ugandan. No, it was just. No, it's an English Eric. They were just testing. <laughs> they were just testing to see if music helps your learning or not. But then they should have tested it with different songs. They should have done the Animaniac song where they explain the presidents. Ulysses Simpson Grant with Screamin' Raven Rat and Lincoln. <laughs> That's a deeper cut. Yeah. I was thinking of the 50 States song. I was like, oh, he's doing a riff. Yeah. No, no, that's a real one. Oh, no, he doesn't do a 50 States song. He does a Countries of the World song. Yeah. I'm they gonna do kill, both. I'm going to fucking kill him. He's going to kill Steven uh, Animaniacs expert here. Uh, Yakko sings the Countries of the World. Wacko sings the States <laughs> and the Capitals. Uh, get it right or get Wait, out. who sings the President song? Uh, they all do. It better not be uh, Dot. It's mostly Yakko and Wacko. We love Dot. She's great. Why? I, I'm so. This is the first I'm hearing of this. That Dot has died. That's so sad. She lived a great <laughs> life. <laughs> Gonna miss her. <laughs> uh, yeah. If your neighbor is really insistent that you turn the music off, then what you do is you should turn it off, but immediately start singing the song you turned off. I think we're starting to get the message here that you should always be playing music all the time. California girls are undeniable. <laughs> Ooh, I like this one. Let your dog bark. Neighbors love nothing more than loud, annoying dogs. Let my, my dog bark. My neighbor's got that dog in them. Oh, I like this. If you happen to have a favorite canine in your home, then you should encourage this creature to bark and fully express him or herself as often and as loudly as they can, especially late at night or early in the mornings. Dogs aren't humans, so your neighbors will be less likely to complain and is more likely to just sit at home and get more and more angry and annoyed. They might try to kill your dog. <laughs> I, if you wait too long. This is my favorite one because it's true. The dog isn't innocent. But how do you make a dog bark? Now, is there a way you could consistently do it? Maybe you hurt him. You, you get ten dogs and then what? Fire gunshots? Oh, <laughs> and then what? You, <laughs> just go outside and start screaming you, at nothing. You could print out some like pictures of dogs oh, yeah. and hide in your neighbor's lawn and like slowly show them to your dog so he sees yeah, them and gets no, alerted. I was just saying, you would just have to like hide a speaker in your lawn that plays dog barking sound <laughs> and just be running around and barking. Oh, you, you have to bark dog. first to set off a chain reaction of dogs You barking. just walk up to your dog and you go, roof. And they're like, Whoa. It's like, oh, you don't like my dog barking music? I used to live next to some like horse stables and so these horses would walk by every now and again and they every single time the dogs would freak out they would scream because they thought it was like a big dog and the lady would just whip the dogs if they came near him so it, that might be the way to do it we recorded a few outdoor episodes of our old podcast and you could hear horses yeah the horses barking in the background yeah horrible creatures the wolves that almost ate us <laughs> yeah dude those wolves were freaky yeah we should get back to getting chased by wolves i agree all right, I got here part one, step seven. Start swearing. Set up a basketball hoop in your driveway and play often. Uh, yes. Only if you're playing it after like 10 p.m. is this a problem. Um, you know, or maybe early morning too. Yeah. Or if you're playing in your neighbor's driveway. Another great way to make some attention getting noise is to set up a basketball hoop in your driveway and play as often as possible. If you're on your own, just work on bouncing the ball as much as you can. <laughs> Even missing pretty often so you can make extra noise as the ball bounces down on your driveway I'm, or against your garage. I've been working on my game. I just dribbled like 500 times. <laughs> Imagine yes. practicing against your garage. You just keep slamming the ball into the garage door. 
Set up a racquetball court in your driveway. <laughs> Set up a discotheque in your driveway. If your neighbor asks you to tone it down, say something like, I need to train, I'm a professional. <laughs> or say, or consider inviting a loudful, a loudful, consider inviting over a handful of loud friends to play a pickup game. Ah, as opposed to like your quiet friends. <laughs> Can you guys make this more of a put down game? <laughs> <laughs> That's my nice neighbor trying to be nice to me, and I'm just a complete, utter dickhead. She's like, you better make it a put-down game, or I'll put down your dog. <laughs> I'll do it. What are you, a SWAT team? She's <laughs> waving a wooden spoon at you. Part two, cause and inconvenience. <laughs> Break the water main in front of your house. Oh, my car broke down right in your driveway. I'm so sorry. <laughs> my, my neighbor just fucking broke the yogurt man. <laughs> um... <laughs> Step one: <laughs> Sign him or her up for lots of junk mail. Another way to annoy your neighbor is to sign him or her up for some unwanted junk mail. I think that's actually mail fraud. <laughs> Do some mail fraud. Be like, hey, it's time for junk mail, and dump all of your trash in their front lawn. <laughs> Are we about to get sinister with this guide? Sugar in the gas tank. I nailed 99 bottles of beer to my neighbor's wall. <laughs> <laughs> While singing 99 bottles of beer. I told my neighbor they can keep anything of theirs that I put in this circle. <laughs> oh my god, you just start throwing beer bottles in their driveway and just get, you spread out that broken glass like really finely. Whether you're signing him or her up online or just filling out papers in local grocery stores or pharmacies to make sure your neighbor gets the best deals as often as possible. Just make sure that your neighbor doesn't know where all of this junk mail is coming from and that it keeps piling on. I was actually a little bit devious. Sometimes when I was a kid, I would like go around my like neighbor's houses and like we'd find like squashes or like I'd take stuff out of like my garden. Do not make me press X. And I would put squash in their mailbox. Did you? No, I dead ass would put like I put a whole fucking zucchini in somebody's mailbox once. No, we first would squash out zucchini. These different... that'd, be, that'd be kind of a nice gift, honestly. If I opened up my mailbox and there was just a nice fat zucchini sitting in there, I'd be like, oh sweet, <laughs> it is mine for my garden. I was like, I'm gonna fry this thing up. It looks fucking delicious. Dude, I love zucchinis when I was a kid. I would like hollow them out and like make like armor with like wristbands, like Hulk hands. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> zucchini man. Yo, if I send you that emoji, you better know you're getting some zucchini in your mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put my zucchini in her mailbox <laughs> I'm gonna cut that no I she, I was I was gonna fourth joke it so yeah. I fourth joked it um, the more random and annoying the junk mail the better if you can get junk mail from pet stores where your neighbor has no pets or junk mail for random fishing or hunting equipment even better you can even subscribe to a catalog for clothes for teenage girls to be extra annoying yeah, to be extra annoying, I just subscribed to a catalog of clothes for teenage girls. Should be extra annoying. Do they even make catalogs anymore? <laughs> you, I, I call the catalog company. It's like, you guys still make stuff? Oh, this one's an oldie but a goodie. Part two, <laughs> step two, order pizza to your neighbor's front door. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> just call up your local pizza parlor and order a few large Stinky pizzas with lots of garlic and anchovies. <laughs> Not even a good pizza. Stinky pizza. Does this person realize like your phone number is just like easily traced? 
I got a burner, so you just order fake pizzas for people. Oh, your neighbor will be oblivious and annoyed, and they may even be forced to pony up for the pizza they didn't order. No, they won't. No. Yeah, wait, isn't this, like, outdated? Like, can you still just be like, yeah, order food random somewhere? You can just say, I didn't order this, and then say, get off my property. The pizza like, guy what's pulls the pizza a knife guy gonna on do? you. It's like, no, you're paying for this the pizza. The pizza guy's going to be like, hey, man, I had to buy this pizza. <laughs> <laughs> this is my pizza. This is my pizza. Chi, what were you going to say earlier? Um, I, the moment's gone. I don't remember. No, you can order a suit with the See, suit now, delivery man. Now I'm thinking the reason we barrel over Fred is less of Fred and more just <laughs> like we barrel over whoever we're talking. <laughs> Whoever, that, that's the seat that accidentally gets barreled yes, over. That's a, yeah. All right, I'm gonna talk forty percent less. <laughs> <laughs> no. You can even order the pizza to the front door when you're out of the house, so your neighbor has less reason to suspect you. Yeah, it's probably my neighbor who plays loud music all the time and is constantly fucking with me. He probably ordered this. You should go to his house and ask for payment. Yeah, you see that? The guy mowing his lawn at midnight? It's probably him. I think it's that guy. Just make sure the pizza place can't trace back your number and call you back when they see there's been some confusion. If you call a pizza place with star six nine, was, was it star, star six, six nine? seven? Oh, okay. Well, you know what I had on my mind. Um, <laughs> But if you call them a star six seven, I'm sure they'll be like, "Oh yeah, that pizza's coming right up," and then they'll yeah. <laughs> just hang up the phone. They make the pizza and then they put it in the star six seven pile. And call back. You're like, "Where's my pizza?" It's like you called us with a star six seven. It's in the stinky box. He's like, like, "You don't understand. I'm a sovereign citizen. I'm at risk." <laughs> you nah, your pizza's too stinky. This line will never get mowed without pizza. Is this more lawn mowing related shit? Well, to be fair, it wasn't originally in there. Blow leaves in your neighbor's yard. Oh, sorry. Tell solicitors that your neighbor right, loves just start, just their start house. Over, say, say part two, step three. Oh, sorry. Part two, step three. Tell solicitors that your neighbors love their cause. I, If some solicitors come to your door, tell them that while you're not interested, your neighbor is a big supporter of their cause. Yeah, my, my neighbor actually loves getting his house robbed. Oh, <laughs> you know, my neighbor was a witness once. You might want to go talk to him. <laughs> He's, oh, be like a be like a the the it's it's the the lobster witness clause for the lobster activists who think that like lobsters should no longer be kept in those puny tanks and are going to do a powwow on the uh, front lawn. I would tell them that they actually hate all of those things that they like, and you should go try to convince them. Like, oh, Jehovah's Witness? Oh, they hate you. Yeah, the guy next door, he hates you, but he's also pretty open-minded. He, he doesn't think very hard. You could probably change his mind. I used to hide from the Jehovah's Witnesses because I thought they were like, I don't know. I, I think I conflated them with the Illuminati. He's like, who knows what they've witnessed? It's like, are you going to try to give me, like, a, another eye or some shit? I feel like everyone goes through a period when they're, like, 13 or 14 where they just read a lot of Illuminati news. Yeah. Did that happen to you guys? I and think. Then, and then you realize it's all true, right? Well, then you, you leave with more questions than answers. I never look at Michelob Ultras the same way after reading about them. <laughs> MC Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> the Michelob Ultra. The Irish did it. <laughs> It's important to tell them that your neighbor is just a little shy and may need some prodding to admit how much she really likes the product or the cause. Tell them not to waste any more time with you or to get them. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to read that. Uh, tell them not to waste any more time with you and get to the talking with your neighbor as soon as possible. 
say something like, Jimmy Next Door is absolutely loves your cause. He goes on and on about how much money he'd like to contribute to you guys. <laughs> He's like, I'm just a little shy. I'm just a little guy who's shy. Please donate to my cause. Part two, step four. Blow leaves into your neighbor's yard. Yes, this is another simple yet effective annoying ploy. After you rake your yard in the fall or use a leaf blower, make sure you accidentally blow all of the leaves into your neighbor's yard, leaving them to clean it up. Can leaf blowers suck? We used to have a mulcher at my house that was like, it would blow on one end and suck underneath. It's like you could drive it around the leaves and it would blow them into a nice pile, or you could drive it over the leaves and it would make confetti. (laughs) Most leaf blowers don't, though, because they don't have a collection bag. My dad used to also have this thing called the cyclone rake, which you drag behind your John Deere tractor, and it, like, sucks up all the leaves into this little cube, and then you have to go take the cube into the woods and dump it out like a dump truck. That's great. One time I was hanging out with my friend, and we got this, like, new leaf blower, and we would turn up to Max and take turns spitting in it and seeing how far it goes. <laughs> have you seen the thing where you can hold up, like, a bowling ball with a leaf blower? What? Not a bowling ball, like a tennis ball or a baseball. Like, like, okay, wait, so right? physics-wise, theoretically, if a leaf blower was powerful enough to hold up the bowling ball, would it feel like you were just holding up the leaf blower, or would you also feel the weight of holding up the bowling ball? You would definitely ball? not feel the weight of holding up the bowling ball. But then the bowling ball is being held up by the air, but then, the, again, the it's an equal and opposite reaction, so the amount of air you push, like, the fucking leaf blower would try to rip itself out of your hands. But it wouldn't have <laughs> extra kickback, because there's a bowling ball above it. Yeah, if it can hold, it would have the same kickback if you put a golf ball above it. Have you ever seen the video of the guy sitting in a mop bucket with the leaf blower and an umbrella? And he can drive around? That doesn't make any sense. How the fuck does that I'm work? I'm pretty sure that video is fake. Yeah. What? I'm pretty sure he has a motor in that thing. It's like a go-kart. Dude, like, how did the, the purple guy snap his fingers and everybody died? Like, how did he do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, he actually had a bunch of rings, I, I'm pretty sure. Oh, he, he had the rings of power. Yeah. Thousand ring. Uh, if your neighbor recently spent many hours cleaning out his slash her lawn, plan this trick carefully. Because it may not be the kind of thing you can pull off more than once without arousing too much suspicion. I thought the whole point is to annoy them, like, overtly. Yeah. Like, who cares if they see you dumping leaves in their lawn? They're just going to hate you more. Oh, what are those, What were those like, anti-tank barricades they used in, like, World War II? They were, like, the, they were, like, the big version of those jacks things you would play, like, marbles with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the... the can the, you still get those The, nowadays? like, barbed wire cluster things. Yeah, can you still buy those? Yeah. <laughs> Just wondering, my neighbor might like him for just his Christmas Just go to a surplus store and leave with just a bunch of barbed wire and grenades. <laughs> Do you guys have landmines? <laughs> <laughs> you guys have Agent Orange? What are some other outdated uh, military You got, you got any of that Oppenheimer shit? You got that good shit? <laughs> Do you have any of that, like, military meth? I need some musty gas. You got me covered? <laughs> the more annoyed your neighbor gets, the more innocent you should act. Give him or her a goofy grin and shrug and say, My bad, I guess I'm still getting the hang of this whole leaf blower thing. <laughs> It's really putting spaghetti on it and shit. Like you're just fucking it up. I think the next one works best if you're a if you're a hot lady. Oh yeah. Well, lucky for me. (laughs) (laughs) Awuga. Part two, step five. Hang out in your yard in your bathing suit. If you want to annoy your neighbor, then put on your bathing put on your bathing suit, even if you have no plans to go swimming. You have the right to wear whatever you want in your front yard. Especially if your neighbor is entertaining company. In the backyard? No. (laughs) Yeah. That's business in the back. Wear your suit when you're just hanging out on your porch, when you're doing yard work, or when you're playing basketball in your driveway. 
This is a great tactic because it will also embarrass your neighbor to tell you to put some clothes on. I'm gonna like start playing basketball in a bikini. <laughs> You're, you're just, like, stubbing your toe every five seconds trying to play basketball in your flip-flops. Mowing the lawn in your bikini. Yeah. <laughs> if your neighbor has people coming over, you should make a point of walking out onto the front lawn, giving him or her a big hello, and even trying to chat up the neighbor's guests without showing any sign of modesty. Like, th this is so different whether you're, like, a hot lady or, like, a 500-pound man. Like, <laughs> you just bend over and goatsy. <laughs> <laughs> that is vulgar. Can you explain that one, Hank? Well, there's like this goat, see? And he like, you you make a... Just delete the page. You delete the page. You have you have some sort of power to fuck everything up with this tablet. You literally deleted the page. You have to search it. Oh, wait, no, we're going to wait. History. Maybe it was you. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's your fault. You was the because. After, after I obviously caused something, maybe it was you. It, I mean, it could have been. We, we'll never know. Yeah, yeah, we'll never know because like Hank fucked it up. It's also your turn. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, that's a cool, cool one. With the step eight raise <clears throat> bees. Actually, I'm on part two, step six. Prank call your neighbor. Prank calling has never really been out of fashion, and if you want to, remind <laughs> um, yeah, still in the glory days of prank calling, still got it. No, <laughs> they like see the call ID is like some fucking neighbor again. <laughs> Star six seven number. <laughs> you should disguise your voice and bother your neighbor for a few minutes every day. <laughs> the best thing you can do is wait until your neighbor settles down your for dinner <laughs> with his whole family. Just so you can cause the most inconvenience when you call. You can pretend to be a telemarketer for a made-up charity, insistently asking to speak to someone who does not live there. Then tell your neighbor to collect his or her least likely to succeed award at the town hall. At this point now in my life with telemarketers, someone called me and be like, oh, I need to talk to Rich. I would just hang up. I wouldn't yeah. say a thing to them. Yeah, my name's Rich. Rich Penis. <laughs> <laughs> Calling <laughs> someone as a telemarketer. Hi, this is Rich. Rich penis. <laughs> Hang up right away. We called all we got was dick penis. You know what? This guy is right. Prank calling did not go out of fashion because that made me laugh. If someone called me and they were Richard Penis, I would laugh my face off. Rich, rich penis. <laughs> penis. Rich penis. <laughs> Practice your prank call on a friend first, so you don't crack up and give yourself up. I like the malfunction. <laughs> don't do that ever again. <laughs> That's how I would sound if I like had to call my neighbor and pretend to be. <laughs> That's what you would say to your neighbor. I think the stuttering is way more effective than actually just telling the joke. Like, <laughs> I thought it was kind of genuine. That little man is about to hop out of your mouth and kill you. Of course, you can make sure to block your phone number so they can never know who's calling. Oh, these are my kind of. Thing. 
All right. Number seven, leave a trail of sugar on his porch. This diabolical move can get you in a lot of trouble, but if you're really feuding with your neighbor and you want to cause a major problem, then wait until they step out and leave a trail of sugar on oh, their no, the lawn or porch. The sweet witch is going to come now. I yeah. love this. This I've, is my favorite. I've left a little trail of candies from my neighbor's home to the witch's brew potion layer. This is similar to a prank I would do with my roommate, um, where on April Fool's Day I would put syrup on the door handles, and then I, because we were right next to the men's bathroom in our dorm, I would put syrup on the towel dispenser. I would put syrup on the soap dispenser. I would put syrup on the, the handles of everything. So like, no matter how he tried to get them clean, and this was he a prank would get for syrup. Just your roommate? That was because we were right next to the bathroom. I mean, it wasn't everybody were, else suffering your syrup carnage? Well, I mean, I didn't really clean it up afterwards. So I mean, maybe someone else got a little Thanks sticky, but it's April Fool's Day. Everyone can get it's a like little. March thirty first, and it's like fuck the syrup guys in <laughs> the bathroom. You're walking down the hallway with like a bunch of like pancakes and no syrup, and you're just like fuck. Clean then you go into the bathroom, it's like oh, somebody's laid it up for me. I'm just rubbing my pancakes on the paper towel dispenser. <laughs> Gotta soak it up a little less. Pancakes are coming out of the paper towel dispenser. <laughs> baby is freshly loaded. Fuck, I'm getting pranked so hard. <laughs> The sugar will attract. Fuck, they're pranking me with breakfast again. They so. turn on the sink and more maple syrup comes out. What if we only had good pranks like breakfast in bed, but the breakfast was like poop? <laughs> you leave a little trail of shit to their front door. Yeah. <laughs> I want to this random. This is some like fucking. <laughs> <laughs> just keep going. Just keep going. Uh, this will attract ants, bees, and various other lovely insects who will be creeping closer and closer to your neighbor's front door. When you leave the trail, make sure you know your neighbor will be out all day so the insects will have a chance to really do some damage before he or she returns. Oh, wow. You, you like, lead a bunch of carpenter ants to his house, and they, like, build a shed and, like, a new porch. Pour the sugar for massive damage. <laughs> Use the sugar. All right, I think we got to start uh, moving pretty quick on these. How much more of this? Uh, there's a, the part three, so, and it looks like we're halfway through the page, so who knows? Let's, let's just go right to part three. Now the, the page that, no, it's a bit of a deceiver. Okay. It, it has that like all that ch- tips and shit at the end. So like half of it's probably bungus. We're probably pretty close. Yeah, half of it is like my neighbor killed me. What do I do? <laughs> Except your death. Part two, step eight, causing an inconvenience. Steal your neighbor's newspaper. Actually, hang on. Part two, step eight, steal your neighbor's newspaper. There's nothing your neighbor may look forward to more than a nice, relaxing Sunday at home with the family spent drinking coffee and reading the paper. That's why you have to wake up earlier than your neighbor does. It kidnapped Innoc- their family. <laughs> <laughs> Innocently tiptoe over to his front driveway, not his back driveway. Only his wife's allowed to touch his back driveway. <laughs> and steal his newspaper. This will really put a damper on his slash her day. And as long as you're sneaky, it may be hard for them to really accuse you of what happened. If you're caught red-handed, plead confusion and say you thought it was your paper. <laughs> I thought it was a Saturday paper. I this thought can they be... left it on my porch. <laughs> Actually, he came up to my porch, took the paper, and then put it on your porch. So I figured I'd come back and just take it. You know, squatters' rights. <laughs> this can be even more annoying if your neighbor knows you get the same paper, so they'd have less reason to suspect you. You can even take his or hers and leave yours out as a kind offer to let them borrow your paper since theirs appears to be missing. That's so delightfully devilish, Seymour. Okay, now we're getting into apartment building shit. All right, so this is this is gonna be relevant to our lives. Part three: annoying your neighbor in an apartment building. 
Step one, take your neighbor's parking spot. If you live in an apartment building with assigned parking, then one of the most annoying things you can do is to snatch up their parking spot. This will be incredibly annoying, especially if they are old or disabled. No, sorry. Especially if there are <laughs> few parking spots available, and she'll, she or he will have to walk pretty far after parking in an available spot on the street. Though your neighbor will know it's you, this trick can be really annoying, especially if you act completely oblivious. Of course, this will work best if your spot has been taken, too. Just, like, paying, like, thousands of dollars of, like, in tow fees every month just to piss off your neighbor. Buying another car so that you can park in your own spot and therefore have an excuse to take their spot. (laughs) If you have adjoining spots, you can be extra annoying by parking a foot or two into your neighbor's spot so you can take up both spots. Of course, your apartment manager won't be happy about these antics. My apartment manager can't do anything, so she probably wouldn't care. Yeah, she can't even, like, blink twice. She can't even stop me from doing a certain tribute. Blink twice if you have a real job. (laughs) (laughs) Play racquetball or tennis against your own ball. uh, What? Yeah, that's what it says. Are we on a new step or something? I wouldn't have known. Uh, (laughs) Hey, you're hurting the format. (laughs) Part three, step two, play racquetball. Or tennis against your adjoining wall. Tennis. The, the, the French call it... <laughs> yeah, you call it tennis. <laughs> I've gotten a big feeling of ennui. <laughs> yeah, she gave me ennui for my tennis. <laughs> this entire podcast is ennui. <laughs> if you're lucky enough to literally live next door to your neighbor... <laughs> Then it's time to channel your inner Rafael Nadal and get out of your tennis or racquetball racket. Spend some time volleying against the wall. Make sure to do this when you know your neighbor is at home and that you're very persistent and consistent. When your neighbor asks you to stop, try looking at them with as serious as possible face and tell him or her that you need all the practice you can get to train for the U.S. Open or whatever competition is closest to you. I'm a basketball professional. I'm a tennis professional. <laughs> Just like no, no tennis, I can get into. I, Start like serving the ball and flapping them with it. I like to think the like a way to optimize all of these, and for like the ba- wearing a bathing suit, you have to be this big ugly fat guy, and then to also be the sports guy. Like, oh, I'm training for <laughs> the racquetball tournament. No, you got to be fit, fat, like the fat guy with big arms. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just, like, imagining, like, two of these people living next to each other. So you, like, have two, like, these giant fat guys playing, like, racquetball against their, like, apartment at, like, four in the morning. And they're both trying to outdo each other by waking up earlier and earlier. Those guys should should just team up and torture all the other neighbors. (laughs) Think about how much damage they can do as a group. (laughs) Oh, no, it's the tennis play. (laughs) (laughs) If your neighbor tries to stop you by hitting the wall... You should act like you don't know what that means, and you think it's a game, and then hit the wall back with the same amount of times. Laugh and resume playing your sport. Wait, I'm sorry, what? So, like, I'm imagining the, the, the neighbor coming over and starting punching, like, your garage, like, the thing you're, like, racquetballing against. And then you would just go up and be like, I will join you in your cause, and just start punching the shit out of your wall as well. When I lived in my brother's apartment with him as a roommate... Um, our neighbor, you could hear him sneeze through the wall, and my brother would always yell tight at the top of his lungs every time he heard a sneeze through the wall, <laughs> which was so upsetting to me. <laughs> That's a wild behavior. Well, I mean, someone's I always like, listening. I know. It was just, it hurt me so bad to think someone was like, oh, my neighbor can hear me sneeze. 
Dude, that would make my fucking shit my You pants. would never want to sneeze ever again. Yeah. He's like, nice shit, I can smell it. Then <laughs> <laughs> you hear the toilet flush, you'd be like, nice! <laughs> yeah, let it all out. <laughs> Part three, step three, get a loud toilet. <laughs> uh, it's cook fragrant foods. If you live very close to your neighbor and he or she can easily smell whatever it is you're cooking, then you can make a point of cooking <laughs> fragrant foods to really get their attention. Just boiling heads of garlic. <laughs> oh, I like to cook nasty eggs all the time. <laughs> on the grill. Oh, it's my favorite durian dish. <laughs> you can cook an entire pot of garlic just to make really intense smelling food. Oh, neighbor, the stinky pizza was just the beginning. <laughs> get some, like, shulstrom. Shulstroming? Surstroming. Surstroming. What's like the most offensive thing you could like put on a grill? Surstroming. Ah, yes, it's my surstroming and durian delight. I believe it's sharky on the grill. I think surstroming is shark marinated in piss. Oh my god. Or is, is oh, that like a Nordic oh. thing? What about Chinese boy egg? <laughs> Chinese boy Oh no, boy the 100 year egg? Well, they don't have any of century no, no, no. egg? After the one child policy, they don't have many of those. No, the century egg gets boiled. There's another egg that gets uh, boiled in urine. What? Oh, no, the, did I say the century egg gets boiled? It gets buried. All right, I'm imagining a big gumbo, and it smells very fragrant. The andouille sausage. <laughs> and then you, you put the shark piss or whatever in there. <laughs> mm, <laughs> shark really piss soup. Do fish even pee? Yeah. No. Yes. No. Yes. Absolutely not. Yes. No. What is pee when you live in the water? You, it still comes out. Yeah, but is it pee? It's got to be a poop. It, it's it's a fit, fit. Wait. Actually, fuck, because do fish even drink? Yeah, I don't know. Water goes in because they've got gills. So, yeah, something has to come out waste-wise because they, they poop. Well, isn't it just... I don't know. Well, okay, when you have a, f- a fish tank, does the water go up? No, <laughs> no I would say no. <laughs> no, the water... Oh, right. The water goes down. Exactly. They're drinking it all. <laughs> no, it's evaporating. It's I'm actually going up. Fish. We'll get the scientists looking at fish. Do we have any fish free? My my brother works uh, at a like. <laughs> Are you gonna say he's an ichthyologist? <laughs> he he works with fish. <laughs> actually, he's actually an ichthyologist. Yeah, he he's in college, but that's what he's he's doing. He's like working for, uh, with a grant to study it. Does he's he at a fish like a college. Fish farm. He's he right now he's studying the behavior of lungfish. Oh, that's cool. So he's, like a bio- he's like a biology major. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. If you're a lungfish, like that's got to be more of a frog or something. <laughs> Hank's right. I think my brother would kill you if you said that. <laughs> Part three, step four: leave your clothes in the shared washing machines. One of the biggest pet peeves of people in an apartment building is when one of the residents carelessly leaves his or her clothes in the washer or drying. <laughs> okay. Wait. I'm sorry. I just had a totally great idea, dude. Peeve. Would be the perfect name for a pet. Yeah, a dog that screams all the time. It's my yeah. dog Peeve. Okay. He peeved on the floor. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Henry. Uh, he did it. <laughs> he did the Peeve joke. Um, what if you peeved with Thort? <laughs> I thorted. it. <laughs> Fill as many washing machines as you can and leave clothes in there for a few hours to annoy your neighbor. 
Make sure your clothes aren't ruined. Place them in machines without even turning them on. If your neighbor is really compelled to do his or her laundry, they'll have to touch your dirty clothes. Be like, I have to. I, I've got a big clown Olympics tomorrow. I need to wash all forty-seven of my clown uniforms. Just, you're taking an entire dryer to dry the big shoes. <laughs> Once people have gotten over the deal of touching someone else's dirty clothes, now it's like, oh, where am I gonna put these? And the first place I look to is the trash. <laughs> You put them in, like, that big pile of dryer dust that everyone takes out. (laughs) I like in college when someone's laundry finishes in the washer and it's, like, one minute since it finished and someone just goes in there and throws all the wet clothes on the floor out of spite because you're not there the one minute it went off. Yeah, people are laundry Nazis. Yeah. And uh, they're laundry fascists. Let's drag them. Let's drag them. I want names. They're they're post-syndicalist laundryites. (laughs) Honestly, I can't believe anyone is post-syndicalist anymore. I know. It's all about being pre-industrialist these days. Yeah. It's all about... (laughs) Something, something, Ted Kaczynski. Yeah, Um. Yeah, dude, I was a big fan of pre-postmodernism. Yeah, it used to be good. (laughs) Now it's bad. (laughs) But that makes it good. Which is bad. That's really post- <laughs> how postmodernist of you. If your neighbor has moved your clothes and knows it was you who caused the problem, try to act incredibly upset that she or he would invade your privacy like that and make a scene. <laughs> you touched my, you touched my shit undies. <laughs> how dare you? Watch your teeth. Sorry, I did the mistake that I so dearly hate. Mistake. Part three, step five. Watch your TV at deafening volumes. <laughs> Another classic way to annoy your neighbor is to watch your television as loudly as possible. You can turn it almost all the way up and then hop in the shower so your neighbor can't ask you to turn it down right away. You can play an old movie you love and then have fun screaming all the words along with the actors. Why not just go deaf yourself? Yeah, how about we... (laughs) As a way to annoy your neighbor, just saying what all the time? So, like, if you're really looking at this, like, if you're trying to annoy your neighbor, unless the neighbor themselves is like a heinously bad neighbor then you're just bored and like you could just go deaf for fun yeah that would be like way more entertaining if they complain they can be like oh i couldn't hear you over the wind chimes (laughs) (laughs) sorry i didn't have my daily dose of yogurt today (laughs) because you fucked up the yogurt man (laughs) you can play an old movie you love and then have fun screaming yeah um to really put on a good show for your neighbor i've been watching spy kids 3 for the past four days (laughs) you can also watch your tv late at night Making sure to laugh as loudly as you can so your neighbor knows exactly what you're up to. Oh, you can play scary video games late at night and yell very loudly when you're startled. I'm gonna play one of those like maze games where like the scary person jumps out all night. I feel like I have a better solution for this prank. I feel like you could just take those like little Bluetooth speakers, like 10, 20 bucks, and then just connect them to your thing and toss them into their yard or their roof or something, and then just blare whatever you want. Oh my I sw- god. I swear the worst thing that has ever happened to society is the low-cost subwoofer. The fact that you can buy a subwoofer for like 40 bucks has completely destroyed apartment buildings. It like, sounds so bad. You have to, And a, a building has to be built after 2019 to account for that. <laughs> just make sure... Oh, what, oh, Alex, why don't you just marathon us through the last couple steps? Alright, so... Um, step six, that's gonna you're gonna put petroleum jelly on their doorknob. Yeah, fuck them. A little bit of Vaseline on the doorknob. That's an unpleasant surprise waiting for them when they try to enter the apartment. Or it's when they try f- to put their butthole on the doorknob. <laughs> Lube up their steps so they break their neck. Yeah. 
Oh my god, my neighbor's starving to death again because he can't get into his apartment because I loomed up all his doorknobs. This will be especially effective if your neighbor has just returned from a long vacation or a massive grocery trip. Just make sure you don't actually jam the lock with the jelly or you may have to pay for repairs if you are found out. Why would you be found out? Oh, no. oh, ring doorbell. I left my dick I know who's in jelly. the Vaseline. <laughs> I know who buys this brand of jelly. It's my jelly neighbor. <laughs> Step seven, knock on his door at weird hours asking to borrow stuff. So this is where you're, <laughs> this is where you drop in the line about the cherry worms. Yeah. This is another way to get under your neighbor's skin. You can knock on the door at seven in the morning asking if your neighbor has any chocolate chip cookie dough. Say you're really having a craving. Or you can knock on the door late in the evening asking if your neighbor has any bacon you can make. Don't let your neighbor see that you're just messing around and make it feel as if you really, really, really want the bacon. Do you have any Le Penguins of Doom? (laughs) (laughs) When your neighbor looks confused, you can make them feel like the bad guy slash girl. I love to make them feel like a bad girl. Saying something like, you really don't have any bacon? You're the weird one. (laughs) (laughs) Only Canadian. You're fucked in the head. And ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of the guide. Yeah, I don't think we have time for Q&A this episode, but maybe in a later one. Chi, did you want to pitch anything this episode? I don't think I have any plugs today. Well, last time you plugged the Deep Space Nine documentary, so I don't know if maybe you have another documentary you want to plug for the listeners. I, I did watch the Who Framed Roger Rabbit documentary, and it was fairly interesting. That's who met this guy. Practical effects, man. Uh, they'll never make movies like that again. You know, Betty Boop? She she looking kind of nice. She was kind of nice with that. She does a little nip slip in that movie. <laughs> she does. I'm serious. If you go frame by frame, she does a little nip slip. Made it past the censors. Nobody knew. Well, I know what I'm doing after this. <laughs> All right. Thank you, folks, for listening. If you have anything to send to the show, DM us on Twitter, anti underscore didact. Uh, our handles are in the description and I don't have anything else for you so goodbye bye bye magnamorphous 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 dot org the whole shebang